Welcome to the Eastern Baptist Association podcast. The EBA exists to encourage, connect, and support churches that are multiplying God's kingdom. Thanks for listening in. I'm Keith Meyer, Associational Missionary for the EBA, and I'm joined today by Pastor Brad Deal of Berlin First Baptist Church. Great to have you with us here, Brad. Thanks, Keith. I'm glad to be able to join in. Are you coming to us from a, uh, a live location today? Oh, yeah. We're sitting here at the back of uh, Panera Bread, uh, watching all the hot rods go by in Ocean City. Nice. That It gives it a um, gives this an authentic feel uh, and not Absolutely. that con- controlled studio feeling. Hey, before yeah. we jump into our topic today, um, tell us a bit about yourself. How, how long have you been at your church? And uh, tell us a bit about your family. I've been at uh, Berlin First Baptist for 10 years now. And... Uh, have uh, two sons. I have a 17 and an 18 year old. Uh, our first son uh, just went off to college this past, well, this fall, so about a month and a half ago, two months ago now. And uh, he's going to Liberty University. And then our other son, it's his senior year, so he'll actually be heading off next year. So we'll be empty nesters in a year. Uh, my wife, Shannon, and I, we've been married for 21 years. And uh, the uh, actually neat story. I, I actually got to lead her to the Lord uh, the night we met, so uh, it's pretty cool. And uh, so she's been sort of uh, right by my side uh, throughout my entire uh, ministry. Used to be a youth pastor, been here at Berlin for the last ten years. Awesome, awesome. You had a um, you you met someone or encountered a, a a missions group that kind of set your ministry and your your thinking on a different trajectory do you want to tell us a little bit about that yeah so um when i first came to berlin uh there was a, a guy by the name of glenn kirka who uh started coming to the church about uh i guess it was my second week and we went out to lunch for about three hours and talked about ministry, found out he had been in missions work for uh, about 40 years. And uh, he is working for an organization called Crossing Cultures International. And what they do is uh, they equip uh, uh, Christian leaders and especially pastors uh, around the world with comprehensive Bible teaching. Uh, There's a 10 course program they go through uh, from Bible study methods and uh, Old and New Testament survey, uh, preaching, Bible doctrine, church history, and uh, several other uh, courses. And they, they train pastors. They, I think they are uh, close to 20,000 pastors trained now throughout the wow. world uh, in about wow. 37 different countries. So, there, there's a, a number of trainers involved then, right? I mean, you've got, you've got quite a few people. In, yeah. engaged in this yeah, yeah. And, uh, you go and we get to actually use that same curriculum in our own church so uh on tuesday nights for example right now i'm teaching the new testament survey to about 15 people at our church and uh with the hopes that they some of them will become bible study leaders some of them are going to be in children's ministry women's ministry uh it's been a it's been a very positive thing for uh, our church in terms of equipping our leaders. So. One of the things that I've had discussions about with um, with some of our uh, BCMD leaders or uh, Eastern Baptist Associational leaders or, or pastors is the idea that 
you know, hey, if we set our goal on raising up international missionaries or church planters, um, it's not a bad thing if people going through training, working through it with us say, hey, you know what, I'm not called to to that. I'm not called to leave and to go per se. I, I, I feel like I'm called to work right here in this group and to support this ministry in this church. Like that's success, even though um, they, they haven't maybe gotten, uh, they're, they're not, they're not being pushed into, um, into what we might consider, you know, a, a, a real, like, I, I'm struggling to find the right word for it. You know, we want them to be in like a pioneer role. Uh, maybe they, maybe they, they feel like they're called to be in the local church and that's success, right? That's right. Yep. We're, our, our job as pastors is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. So uh, that's whether that means they uh, they're launched out of our church to, uh, you know, international ministry or pastoral ministry here in the States, whatever that might look like, or they become deacons or uh, or nursery workers. Uh, that's our job is to be uh, equipping the saints to do the work of ministry. That's awesome. So. Um, this training, right, um, that that is offered uh, throughout the world. Uh, one of the reasons why um, you and CCI go and train is that that for uh, guys in the United States, you know, people who want to get trained, um, uh, seminary can be extremely expensive. But for for these folks throughout the world, it's impossible, right? I mean, the, the, right. just the, the sheer cost. Yes. Yeah. Uh, most of, most of the uh, places where CCI is, um, there are no seminaries. And if they are, if there are seminaries, a lot of times they are um, uh, somewhat suspect theologically. I'll put it that way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and not only that, but then it's expensive uh, and people have to leave their jobs uh, to come to the United States and um so this really is a very inexpensive um, way to train up leaders and pastors, especially you, uh, the guy who wrote the curriculum. His name is Dennis Mock, and he basically saw that there were a lot of pastors uh, who had never been trained biblically. And therefore, because they had not been trained, there was a lot of false doctrine being t taught. And uh, so he wrote this 10 course curriculum for that purpose. And um, it's been it's been a great blessing to a lot of people. That's fantastic. Now, this this curriculum, just because it's uh, inexpensive and being offered overseas in places where people can't afford um, to to attend seminary, that doesn't mean it's uh, low quality. It's it's such high quality that uh, that you're offering and teaching a class right there yep. in Berlin on, yep. uh, is it October? It's October 26th and 27th, right? Yes. And uh, I'm doing an advanced expository preaching seminar. This okay. is actually not part of the 10 course curriculum. It's a okay. uh, supplemental uh, seminar. And um, they are, uh, that particular seminar is called advanced because there is another preaching course within the 10 book series, the 10 course series. And so this is going a little bit beyond that uh, to honing those skills a little bit more. Okay. So you guys, uh, in terms of CCI's work, you're offering this on the field. 
Um, yes. But but you are, you're also br we're bringing it here. Uh, it's going to be at your church on that day. Correct. Yep. Yeah. I, I was actually able to. I I did this seminar in Albania back in February, and we had about twelve people show up for that. Twelve pastors, and uh, that was it. Was uh, most of them. All of them said of how great uh, the training was and how much it helped them to be able to organize their thoughts better. Uh, I think probably the, uh, you know, expository preaching sometimes gets a bad rap as it's uh, somewhat uh, like a commentary on the scriptures and uh, somewhat misses on applicational uh, uh I'm not sure the word I'm looking for there, but the application seems to be missing a little bit. Right. And this really takes that uh, and really puts the application at the forefront of your sermon based on the biblical text. Okay. And, uh, so that's really, I uh, will talk about uh, the homiletical bridge. Uh, you talk about what did the passage mean then? And you write that in a, a big idea type of statement, thinking Haddon Robinson, uh, and um, you cross that homiletical bridge over into what does that passage mean today for believers? Uh, and okay. you, you speak that in a very applicational way. And so your, your, your sermon points become application points based on the text itself. You, you know, one of the things that... Um... I think it. Uh, I think it was Charles Spurgeon who said that uh, many people want the um, they want the effect of biblical teaching. They want the love and the peace and the joy and the community and all these things. But what they want to eliminate is, uh, you know, there's a there's a desire to eliminate the uh, concepts like sin or um, repentance and hmm. and and one of the things that. The, the way he frames the analogies, he says they want the heat from the fire without the fuel. And, wow. uh, and so, yeah, isn't that amazing? Uh, and so what you've got, I think in, in what you're talking about is like, Hey, build, build the fire, right. You know, like you, we're, we're building a fire here, something that people will find relevant to their lives, but it's, it's, it's relevant without, um, forsaking or giving up the truth of the, the biblical text and, and the idea of, of, of truth, right? Exactly. Exactly. You know, the, it's the word that is truly, like you said, the sort of that fuel that, you know, without the, you know, I don't ever want to become a preacher who's preaching my own thoughts and ideas. Uh, I always say uh, I'm basically just uh, seeking to plagiarize the scriptures uh, right. and, but really not plagiarizing because I'm quoting it. <laughs> I'm sourcing right. back to right. the ultimate force, uh, the God-breathed word of God. So uh, it's, uh, and then really just being able to, I, I'll say this, uh, and Keith, I've already told you this once. I think there was a lady in our church who was about to leave uh, our congregation. Uh, she said, she said, your sermons are just, too much like a seminary class and wow. uh, it's it's too far over my head and uh she's right before she was ready to say okay i'm gonna try somewhere else i taken this seminar uh with david nelson who's the president of cci uh and 
after taking this seminar, uh, she said, I don't know what happened, but something in your preaching has changed. And wow. uh, it's, uh, she calls it a miracle. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was great. Uh, it's really, it has helped me tremendously. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, that, that, uh, it's, uh, it's something that has impacted you, something that you're putting, you're putting into practice. Um, if you can describe, um, you and I have talked a little bit about you know, some of the things that are going to happen, um, but uh, but describe what what the process is like. Uh, what will what will students who come to the class walk away with? Okay, yeah. So basically, the class is going to go through the entire book of Philippians, and uh, we are going to break it up into sections, uh, and based on uh, paragraph breaks. Um, we will get try to get to the main idea of the text or the central idea of the text um, and come up with sort of a uh, the thesis of the text. Uh, what is it saying? And uh, then uh, really it's that's from that point is where you talk about crossing that homiletical bridge. Uh, by the time we get through the, the seminar, you will have an outline, a, a of the book of Philippians uh, to be able to have a sermon series in Philippians. And uh, everybody will get an opportunity to actually uh, preach a, a very short, maybe five to 10 minute message on one of the sections. And so, uh, and that's actually a lot of, that's been, that's always one of the uh, exciting parts of the seminars because we get to learn from each other and encourage each other. And uh, Keith, you always talk about, you know, if we can just become a little bit better, uh, you know, and yeah. just moving towards that. And I think that's uh, that's a, a great philosophy there. And I think it, this is a class, a seminar that helps us get a little bit better. And I, I have a few people even coming from our congregation who may never preach, but they teach Bible studies. And for them to be able to understand how to get a central idea of the text. And, uh, you know, is it uh, is this text a evan uh, evangelistic text or is this more for Christian living? And to be able to mold the, the sermon, you know, because not every sermon is necessarily evangelistic. Every sermon should have the gospel, uh, but not every sermon is necessarily evangelistic uh, in nature. And sort of being able to figure out what is the goal of this particular passage of scripture. So, wow. Yeah. You know, there's something I, I think it's been, uh, I graduated from seminary 20 years ago in March. Uh, no, no, 20 years ago in, in, in May. And um, I think like, wow, it's been a long time since I've been in preaching class or preaching lab. Um, yeah. I've been, I've been to some different, uh, events, but, uh, where, where there've been some, some thoughts about like scheduling your preaching, but man, the last time that somebody said, Hey, take some time and invest in your preaching skills is a yeah. long time ago. And I, I think there are tons of things that you can learn, uh, about, practical, pragmatic ways of, of doing ministry, reaching different people, updating your website, those kinds of things. But how often does an opportunity to 
get with a bunch of brothers and uh, and focus on your preaching and teaching. How often does that happen? So there's yeah. there's something there's something really special here. Yeah, amen to that. Amen. It's yeah. uh, you know I I think I told you Keith that there's uh, there's a little bit of angst being the one to lead a seminar <laughs> like this uh, because I I think that I still have a long way to go as a preacher. Uh, but this has been one of the tools that has helped me. Uh, and so I, I just sort of want to share it with other people. And uh, I think it'll benefit. And I've talked to, uh, you know, some of the youth pastors within our association who are really, you know, excited about this and wanting to uh, grow in their ability to communicate the word uh, in an applicational way, very effectively. Um, and uh, I think this will this will be a benefit for a lot of people. That's awesome. Um, so uh, the cost for the seminar is fifty bucks, right? Yes. In order to to register, um, and what does that what does that get you? Well, that'll get you the uh, the workbook that we'll go through, uh, as well as we are going to uh, we'll have uh, light breakfast refreshments both days, but then we'll also do lunch both days as well, and so it's the material as well as food. Um, and uh, I don't make any money on it. It's all just uh, it's all to cover the cost of the uh, uh, the seminar itself. So. That's awesome. Uh, for any EBA pastor who signs up, um, EBA is going to underwrite twenty five dollars of their tuition so that they can um, you know to to make it more affordable as a as a church strengthening uh, opportunity. And um, and and I'll I tell you what I appreciate. The uh, the fact that you are a little bit nervous uh, is actually encouraging to me because I, I I think um, I think everybody who gets up in the pulpit and and speaks and says uh, I'm speaking for God if if they're not a little <laughs> nervous doing that um, that that makes me nervous and uh, yeah. and and I think I think if we're all trying to get a little bit better um, some 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 healthy fear is a a uh, that's a sign of humility. So um, I'm going to include a link in the show notes for people to sign up. Uh, they can they can go to easternbaptists.com. And uh, on the main page there, there's a, a link they can click to go to the event. And that leads to the registration page where they uh, they can register for the CCI event. So um, yeah, this is encouraging. And, uh, and I'm hoping we'll get a good number of folks to come on out and uh and and sharpen their skills i i'm hoping the same and I, i'm look forward I, I look forward to it it'll be a great time uh together as well just building each other up iron sharpening iron that's right awesome brad thanks for joining us and uh spending a little bit of your time and, and sharing uh with us are you headed back to uh, albania or to another place to do training soon I, I will probably be going back to albania again in either february or march um there's a pastor's conference there that I've been invited to uh, to speak at. And so I'm, I'm hoping to do that. And uh, probably again next fall, I'm hoping maybe in the early uh, days of September next year, which I guess is awesome. still summer time. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Hey, I'm going to pray uh, and, and we'll be done. So right. I'll, I'll read one or two lines in conclusion. Yeah. Father, I thank you for my brother and for the work that he's doing there in Berlin. Lord, I pray that, uh, that you would draw those who can be sharpened, those who, who need the refreshing and the encouragement 
to, uh, to, to more faithfully handle your word. I pray that you draw them to this event. Lord, I pray that, that we would be filled with uh, encouragement and joy as we think about the, the opportunity that we have to, to be ministers who rightly handle the word, whether we're uh, Bible study leaders or teachers or, or whether or not we're uh, preaching to a congregation regularly. And I pray for Brad as he uh, considers these training opportunities that are coming up. Thank you for the influence and, and for the opportunities that you've given to him. And we pray for all those uh, who are receiving, who are in countries where, um, where, where it's nearly impossible to get theological training. Uh, and we, we just we thank you for the blessing that, that you've provided to them in Brad. And we pray that you continue to equip him and strengthen him as he does that work. Thank you. We pray this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank, thank you so you. much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Eastern Baptist Association podcast. Follow, uh, subscribe, give us a review on iTunes if you um, if you listen there. Apparently, that really helps to uh, to spread the show. Thanks so much, and God bless. Thanks, Brad. Thanks.